0: This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Tereo has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey, rock stars. Matt Terrio from Epic Real Estate with some business hacks for you. And you're going to love these, especially if you're looking to accelerate your real estate investing progress or you're looking for a shortcut or an easier way or a shorter, faster, easier way even. I've got a few business hacks to share with you today that will do just that. Produce your results faster and easier so you can get involved and participate in more money-making opportunities. Because that's why we're here, right? To make some money. Yep. Alrighty. So I'm going to give you some business hacks that are really just for real estate investors. Well, not really, but these hacks are are specifically this one hack in particular. It's responsible for my success more than anything else that I can think of. And it's, it's just, it's so easy to duplicate for anyone to duplicate, but so sadly, so few people do it. And these will actually work. They'll work in any industry, but but with real estate being the lucrative people business that it is, these hacks work especially well for real estate investors. These hacks, they they revolve around the idea that you've surely heard before, the idea that you are the average of the five people that you spend the majority of your time with. You've heard that? Yes. This business hack, to which I'm referring, it's to be intentional about creating your environment, being intentional about it. And it works like this. You know, we can all remember a time when, you know, when we were kids, maybe in middle school, high school, we did something stupid just because someone else did it or someone else encouraged us to do it. Or we felt like we might look good or get acceptance from others by doing it. And what we call that is peer pressure. And it has a negative connotation to it, right? But what most people don't realize is that peer pressure, it works both ways. Here's what I mean. If you hang around the bad kids, as humans, we tend to assimilate and we do bad things. If you hang around the good kids, as humans, we assimilate there also and we do good things. And just because we're older and we're out of school doesn't mean this force disappears. We still assimilate. We're still human. And and when you're aware of this force, you can actually use it to your advantage. You can change your environment and you can change your world. So you see, just by the very nature of how humans tend to assimilate, Changes just happen naturally by changing your environment. But more practically, when you're intentional about this, what you're going to find is you're going to have different conversations with people. You'll get different ideas. You'll have access to different resources and relationships that can turn those ideas into reality. You're going to find yourself in different types of opportunities, opportunities with greater potential that you could, because you're you're spending time with the type of people that created those opportunities, the type of people that seize those opportunities, the type of people that profit from those opportunities. You know, in hindsight, if I could point to just one thing that had the biggest impact on my biggest successes, it would be to the people that I was spending my time with. And and the magic question that I would always ask people when conversations would come to an uncomfortable, awkward silence. You know how that is, right? You run out of small talk. So I'm not trying to be intentional about creating my environment, and you wanna talk to someone, but you've run out of small talk. Well, I'm gonna give you that magic question that's gonna fire things right back up, all right? So I've got three points as to where you can start creating a more impactful environment for yourself. We'll go over those first, and I'll give you that question. So the first one is where to look Two, who to look for. Three, what to do when you find them. And then I'll give you that one question that I always ask that, you know, when I run out of that small talk, that will that fire that conversation right back up, put me on anyone's good side and leave a favorable, lasting impression. All right. So number one, where to look. You want to look for groups, organizations, or clubs where successful, like-minded people get together. Entrepreneur groups are typically a good starting point. Uh, Real estate investor groups are an obvious one. If you have other aspirations outside of real estate, because real estate, everybody loves real estate, like like sailing or wine tasting or golf or working with charities, places where you have a genuine interest or passion for, those are really helpful. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a good old-fashioned Google search is going to help you find these groups. Meetup.com, that's another great place to find gatherings of like-minded people as well. Uh, National Org. that's going to lead you to a real estate investor group in your area so so that's where to look now to who to look for well you want to look for the leaders of the group like the organizers or um, typically anyone that looks like they're directing the meeting or anyone that's got the mic in their hand or, or anyone that others are paying a lot of attention to you, you want to listen in conversations who others are talking about who people are bragging about or acknowledging because you want to find the doers Because many groups, especially these easy-to-find free groups, are going to have a lot of dreamers, a lot of talkers, a lot of newbies. So you want to find the people in the group that are getting things done, the the doers, the action takers. And and if you can't find anybody in the ways that I just mentioned, then just start asking. I mean, you don't have to be undercover or secret or anything, but you could just ask. And with that said, you're going to meet a lot of people when you take this on and you've probably heard this before, and of course you have, and I've shamefully been burned by it before, and that's don't judge a book by its cover because you never know, especially when you're new to a group. You never know who you're talking to, so don't be a jerk. That's a bonus business hack. Okay, so that's number two, who to look for. Now, number three, what to do when you find them. Plain and simple, just become a person of value. Do some research. What do they need? How can you get it for them? Be of service and give and give without any expectation of that favor being returned to you. Just give for the sake of giving. And because as you do this, you're going to start to notice that when you're given back to in exchange for all that value that you provided, it very often will not come from the person that you gave it to. It's going to come from somewhere else, somewhere unexpected. It, It just happens. Good attracts good. So be good in this environment, perhaps even above being a person of service. Be a person of your word. I mean, say what you're going to do and do what you say. Follow through. I mean, this quality alone will have you stand out and above the crowd. It's pretty remarkable how far just being normal and friendly will get you in good crowds. So don't be weird. It's another bonus business hack. Don't be a jerk, don't be weird. All right, so here's the plan. Head over to Google. Search for groups that you'd like to involve yourself with. Check the dates that they meet and then put those in your calendar. If it doesn't get scheduled, it doesn't get done. Put them in your calendar. And before you attend, do whatever research you can on the group and if possible, the people in the group. It's going to help to not walk in cold. And then when that date arrives, go. This only works if you actually go, all right? So you got to go and then arrive a little early, introduce yourself to the organizers, offer to help, be positive, be interested, choose groups that you are genuinely interested in so you don't have to fake this part, all right? And then just listen in for the doers, listen to the conversation. If, If you can't figure it out, ask, ask the organizer, who should I know in the group? Who are the movers and shakers? Would you mind introducing me? Learn what you can about those people suggested and the people that you meet. And then just watch and listen for opportunities to serve them. Relationships, they're not built in one meeting. So you got to be patient, but you got to be consistent. So be consistent with your attendance. And then here's one of my favorite questions to ask. I was talking about someone that I would like to get closer to. And this really helps when you're having small talk with this person and, and the conversation starts coming to a close or it reaches a moment of, Awkward silence, the question that, that fires everything right back up and then leaves a favorable, lasting impression for you. I, I'd always ask this By the way, who is your ideal client? And should I come across them, what would be the best way for me to introduce them to you? I mean, you'll see people's faces light right up when you ask that question. You know why? Because nobody asks that question. Most people are there looking to be introduced to their own potential clients. Nobody is out there looking to introduce other people to their potential clients. And when they answer, take a mental note and then just politely excuse yourself. Don't force them to excuse themselves. Nobody likes to do that. So do it for them because those two things right there are going to be the last thing that they remember about you and they make a favorable, lasting impression. So at this point, now I would know who they're looking for and then my radar would be turned on. I'd be looking for that person. And this is exactly how I was introduced to Robert Kiyosaki. And we created a few lessons together for his audience because of this. And then he appeared on the podcast for my audience for, because of this. And it was, it was through a chain of people where that question set everything off. Now, I've got countless similar stories like that. But, but The Rich Dad, that was the, the first thing that came to mind. Alrighty. Oh, and a great book to read for this business hack would be the time-honored classic, Think and Grow Rich. And another, another one actually, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Both great books people books and essential reads for real estate investors when it comes to this business hack of being intentional about creating your environment. Alrighty. Okay. One more hack at places like this specifically, where there's a group of people and this works really well if the room or the, the place is set up like, like classroom style or a concert style, you know, where there's a stage up front and a bunch of chairs. So since you did some research on the group beforehand, Come up with a couple questions prepared. Have some good questions in and sit in the front row. And then when you have the opportunity, ask your question or questions to the person at the front. Speak up, be loud and clear so that everyone can hear you. Stand up even if it's appropriate so that everyone will see you. And you'll be amazed how easily approachable you become after the meeting the right people are going to start coming up to you. And if you arrived early to help and you've been friendly the whole time and you sat in the front and you asked a good question or two and everybody saw you and heard you, you are golden. That's a fantastic start to making a favorable and memorable impression in the right environment. That's being intentional about creating your environment. Can you do this? You can, right? I know you can. Alrighty. God bless to your success. Now, go make it rain.